Welcome to Thrive, Transformative Strategies for the New Year, the CLA Virtual Conference poised to redefine your approach to success. Today, we unite under the banner of innovation, ready to forge new paths in personal and professional growth. Each speaker today brings unique insights to propel us forward. Get ready to explore innovative strategies that will enhance your growth journey in 2024. Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name is Brandon Godoris. I'm super excited to be here with you all today. When I was 20 years old, I was at a uh, mandatory event in my college and, and they said, you have to go to this event. I was like, why? Why do we have to go to this event? This is not during school hours. What do we do? And uh, there was this guy who came up on stage that day. His name was Lou Miller. And he talked about how he wanted to be the best in the world at what he did. So he spent the next decade learning, observing, shadowing, and studying the best people in the world at what he wanted to be the best at. And I was like, why don't I just do that? I'm interested in a certain thing. Why don't I just write down the top 10 people in the world and learn, observe, study, and meet them? And what ended up happening was I did that. And I was 20 at that time. And then six years later, I got voted top 50 in America at what I did. And you may be saying, what did you do? Well, I was actually a personal trainer for golfers. Now, when that success started happening, I realized that there was more to life than what I was doing there. So I went back to that philosophy because I realized if you want to be great at whatever it is, health, wealth, relationships, happiness, you probably have to go learn from the greats. So I ended up uh, writing down some of the people who were the best speakers in the world. And one guy that came into my life was this guy named Thomas Plummer. And I attended his speaker school in 2018. And he did this joke. It was an airplane joke about the random things that happen at an airport. <laughs> so for example, the Orlando airport, the, the kid who's crying all plane ride and then uh, you know, throwing the, throwing the goldfish at you. <laughs> and, and he never called himself a comedian, but then when I saw Trevor Noah perform not too much longer after that, I noticed that he did the same joke, a little bit different format. And I realized that there was a lot of similarities between comedy and public speaking. So not too long ago, I did my first comedy show because I was inspired by one of the greats, Trevor Noah. And you may be saying, okay, well, why are you talking about this? Well, it's because one of the best ways to become a phenomenal public speaker is to learn from the people who are the best in the world. So that's what I did in that case. And now because of that, I'm excited to share with you some, some value today and, and, and some of the concepts I've learned from Tom Plummer, my mentor, and then Trevor Noah, and then all these different people. And the, and the, the one thing that I realized that they do so well is they tell great stories. So many of you have probably heard facts tell, stories sell. Wait, facts tell, stories sell. But what does that actually mean? Well, the truth is everybody has a story. Just some people don't understand that there is a story in so many different areas of life that you would never expect. So when I used to teach the speaker school that I teach now in a four-week format, one guy would drive an hour up 
to to go for an hour session and and i kind of felt bad i was like okay you know let's let's spend some time after so we would go out to dinner and um i remember going out to dinner with him and he told me this story that really stuck he said when i was first getting into personal development i used to do these affirmations in front of the mirror i was like oh that's interesting yeah and my wife she looked at me like I was crazy when I used to do that. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, I could see why. It looks like you're talking in front of a mirror. And and what what ended up happening is she started noticing the changes that he was making, and uh, she started asking him, "Hey, you know what? Can you tell me a little bit about this affirmation thing?" And then she started doing the affirmation. And then not too much longer after that, she said, "Hey, can you tell me about the business that you joined?" And he said, he said, of course I can. So she ended up joining the business. Now I'm saying that all to say, I had always thought that I needed to be in a relationship where someone was into personal development. But I realized that if I was a person who could inspire, who could attract someone who wanted to grow, then I wouldn't have to worry about all that stuff. So now another example could be in, in health and wellness. A perfect example is I had anxiety growing up. I was always a little bit fearful uh, of getting sick. And when I got into the events game, things started things started getting back up. The anxiety started growing again that I had when I was a younger kid. And um, I had seen this guy speak. His name was Gary Brecka. And he had talked about this program that, that he had where you, you took a little Q-tip and you swabbed it inside your cheek. And then um, they told you your genetic makeup. And I was a little bit thrown off. I'm like, how could they take a swab on your cheek and they tell you everything that you need to know to have better health and wellness? So what did I do? I ended up, I ended up doing this, the, the swab test after I heard this guy speak for three times in one month. I was so hesitant to, to do this, this, this program that he was on. But I heard so many testimonials from Dana White, from Stephen A. Smith, and, and from a former CEO of Microsoft. And I was like, okay, let's give this a try. So I go, I was at this conference, he did his pitch and I get the swab test and they go, okay, uh, after I pay the 600 bucks, they go, okay, it'll be seven to 10 weeks until you get your results. So I'm like, man, this is just a, scheme, a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> but I ended up getting the results back at last, last June. And they told me uh, everything that I needed to do to, to feel good. And they gave me this supplement that they said, take this every day. And they gave me this other supplement. They said, you're missing this because of your genetic makeup with here. So I started taking those supplements and uh, that was about May and June, and I haven't gotten six cents. And it, it's February 24th right now. And there was one time where I had a sore throat for two days, but it, it disappeared after that and no congestion after that. And all I've been doing is taking the supplements that they said. So facts tell, stories sell, because now you're probably more interested in whatever this supplement is. Versus if I just told you, hey, take this, this supplement. So then uh, another example could be a, more of a wealth example. So when I was younger, I wanted to write a book. I was 
I was passionate about giving back. And um, I, I was like, let me get this stuff that's out of my head. I was 23 years old and I started writing my first book. <laughs> I started writing my first book. I was like, okay, let's do this. I got two pages in. And then I went to my mentor and I told her, I said, hey, I'm writing my first book. I, I'm curious, what do, you, what do you think of this? And she said, well, I would wait 10 years get really good at what you want to do. And then I would write the book. And I said, wait 10 years to write a book. Ah, okay. If that's what you think I should do, then I'll do that. So I waited 10 years. Nope, I didn't. <laughs> what ended up happening was two years later, I went to a conference and this was in Las Vegas. There was 10,000 people there. And I saw this guy come on stage and he said, listen, I see all these people uh, selling their products and services on stage. I have a $300 million company. I flew my plane to be here. This is a bucket list experience of mine. I'm just here to deliver as much value as I can so that you can apply a lot of the things that I have to be able to get to the position that I am. And by the way, this was six years ago. So this guy's company is uh, over a billion dollars now. And he said that day, he's like, people try and overcomplicate things so much. But even when I wasn't wealthy, even when I wasn't having the successes, I was doing this one thing every day to create the momentum to get to where I am today. And all I did was say, if I could win today, then I'm one step closer to getting to where I want to be. So he writes down five things every day, every day, on top of the whirlwind of emotions that are going on in life that need to get done. And um, they're not just revolved around one aspect of life, like wealth, because if one thing drops, then chances are other things will drop. So he revolved these five critical tasks around different things like health, wealth, and, and, and happiness. So sometimes uh, one of the things would be like, if you haven't gone to the gym in two weeks, go to the gym, not, not just, oh, like work out for 60 minutes, because if you just go to the gym, chances are you're going to get the workout in. So me, I saw a guy speak that weekend as well that said he wrote his first book at 25. So I'm like, OK, let me write my first book. Uh, I'm, I'm 24, turn on 25. Let me give this a shot now that I have something to apply this to. And so on my critical task every day, I would put work on book, work on book work on book. And what ended up happening? A year later, the first book came out. Two years later, the second book came out. Three years later, the third book came out. Four years later, the fourth book came out. But why was that? It was because I focused on the small daily wins instead of the big wins. And what ended up happening was the big wins came from the small daily wins. So facts tell, stories sell. Now, if you want to become a phenomenal public speaker, one of the things that's probably on your mind is how do I design a keynote presentation? Well, first, you got about one to three seconds to capture people's attention. It used to be like seven seconds. Remember how valuable the Super Bowl commercials used to be back in the day? It was like the biggest thing in the world. Now with social media, 
there's a little bit different outlook on marketing. And in my mind, it's closer to one second that you have to capture someone's attention. Now, when you're developing a keynote, as we just said, there's probably going to be various stories that you add in there. And every story that you have, you have about one to three seconds to capture someone's attention. So how do you do that? Well, you just get started. So often people add so much into a speech that doesn't need to be there. And I'm, I'm judging a speaking competition this weekend. And, and one of the biggest feedbacks I have is like, yeah, I would just start by getting right into the story. And I'm going to give you an example in a second. And the, the, in, in the first minute, I would probably take out. So a perfect example is when I was younger, I was kind of the guy who would go out with his friends. And I was just hoping that my friends would go up and talk to the girls because I was too intimidated from the fear of rejection. So one day there was this cute girl. She was uh, 10 out of 10 on a bad day. And guys were just walking up to her and then walking away, walking up to her and then walking away. And it was almost like a speed dating type of thing is what it looked like. So I was like, okay, well, if everybody's giving this a shot, what's one more? So I go up to her and I start talking to her, but I'm like, I'm going to learn from this conversation, especially if I'm going to get turned down. So I, I asked her, I said, I'm curious, what do you look for in a guy? And she said, well, it's funny that you say that every guy who comes up to me says the same thing. He's either making me feel like I'm on an interview or he's just trying to sleep with me. <laughs> and quite frankly, if I'm meeting someone new, I just want to have fun. Like I want a guy who can make me laugh. So it's safe to say I did not make her laugh hard enough that night, <laughs> but I went on this journey to try and figure out how to be a funny guy after that. And these are the three main things that I've learned that you can apply to your everyday conversations to be a little bit more funnier and to have people enjoy your conversations a little bit more. So now what is that? I set the tone for the speech right there. So now the body consists of about three to five points that align with your title. One of the things I see with a lot of speeches is I can't tell what the theme of the speech is. So if I can't tell what the theme of the speech is, it's much harder to understand the point that you want me to get across. So my favorite speech is three keys to achieving the impossible. And I break that down into three points. So one, voice it out, two, get around to action takers, and three, persist through the challenges. So now when you're finishing this off, you gotta leave them with something special. So one of the things that you can do is, is make sure that they know that you're leaving them with something special. So I'm saying all this to say this, or now that you've heard me talk about this today, here's what I want you to think when, when you leave today. And so I have 30 seconds right here. And uh, if there was one thing that I could get across to you, it's that if you want to be a phenomenal public speaker, go to your warmest lead, like I did when I was 23 years old and I went to my former university and ask them for an opportunity. And you'll never know the opportunities that you can come your way when you go to the warmest lead and, and then act on it. Because I ended up having four speeches in one day. Thank you for engaging with this session of Thrive. As we continue with our next speaker, remember the insights and strategies shared are steps towards your transformative journey this year. Stay connected for more empowering talks.
The Connected Leaders Academy is committed to your ongoing journey of growth and excellence. Remember, this journey is just beginning. Let's keep the momentum going. Join our community at www.connectedleadersacademy.com.